0: Listen to Blood is Thicker, The Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month, where we dive into five creepy and weird stories that you may or may not have heard of from all around the world. For this month, we're going to tackle the tragic case of a body found in the rubble of a burned-down arcade. It turns out the deceased was a murder victim and has recently been identified. Next up, we'll dive into the supernatural with the creepy story of a beautiful tourist spot in the UK and why it recently got the people talking on social media. After that, we'll be telling you about the recent story of a famous scientist who turned out to be spying on the United States for the Russian government Following that, we've got the story of two teenagers who after a couple of decades have finally been found, and the circumstances surrounding the discovery will truly astound you. Finally, we'll wrap things up with finding out the ones responsible behind the brutal murders of the Durham family, way back in 1972. Welcome to our podcast, where we dish out some of the scariest and creepiest news stories around. And if you crave even more in depth stories on some of these cases, then head over to our other podcast called Every Town. Because no matter where you are, every town has a dark side. Now, here's the strange and scary mysteries of the month for April 2022. Number five Burning Arcade Victim Identified. People used to say that sometimes, it would be better being robbed of your things rather than for your possessions to perish in a fire. Even more so, it's best if no one would get injured or have to die because of these incidents. In the early hours of January 2, 2022, residents in Hillsboro, Washington County, Oregon, woke up to a massive four-alarm fire that broke out at Well Arcade, a popular downtown spot in the city. Firefighters rushed to the scene after receiving a series of 911 calls from people who reported thick black columns of smoke coming out of the front of the building. It didn't take long for the situation to escalate, which then prompted the Hillsborough Fire and Rescue to bring in more reinforcements. First responders battled the blaze for almost nine hours, and then, lucky enough, they were able to contain it within the commercial center. But the extent of the flames were just so big that it burned down at least eight businesses, destroying their storefronts in the process. It turned out that this was an arson fire and authorities eventually tracked down the person responsible for the hellish act. On January 5th then, Roll Leon was arrested for allegedly setting fire at the Well Arcade. He was also accused of setting fire to two nearby vehicles during that same incident. With an extensive criminal history, including burglary and possession of a deadly weapon, the 34-year-old was subsequently detained and charged with arson. While the suspect was still being locked up, police and fire investigators then received some shocking information that made the incident even more horrifying. Initially, they believed that There was no one inside that arcade at the time of the fire. They also couldn't determine that right away due to safety concerns with the structure. However, in February, detectives were notified about surveillance footage that showed a man entering the building before the fire ever started. And in that same footage, it revealed that he never came out. Officials then immediately deployed cadaver dogs to rummage through the burned-down establishment, Their fears soon came to reality when, indeed, they were able to find human remains. Then, upon further examination, they were able to identify the fire victim as Ronald Knapp. Reports indicated that the 40-year-old was a homeless man who got inside the building through what appears to be an unlocked access door. He was just there to sleep for the night when the fire happened. An autopsy revealed that he died of smoke inhalation, Because of this staggering discovery now, Leon has been charged with murder for Knapp's death. It remains to be determined if the two ever knew each other and if the accused purposely set the building on fire to kill the victim. More than the irreparable damage caused to the century-old Well Arcade, Leon's actions led to the loss of human life, and this is something that the law will not be taking lightly. Number 4. Ghost in Dead Woman's Ditch The paranormal realm, as strange as it already is, just became even weirder. In the Quantock Hills of Somerset, England, found the famous beauty spot people call the Dead Woman's Ditch. This ditch got its name from its dark and tragic past. Back in 1789, a woman named Jane Walford was murdered by her husband John there, and this came after he found out that his wife was impregnated by his own brother. She was beaten to death and left to die in this spot in Quantic Hills. Consequently, John admitted guilt to the murder and was sentenced to death by hanging. More than 200 years have passed since then, but the remnants still linger in this outback pavement. Passersby have sworn to seeing and feeling the presence of a white and wrath-like entity that haunts the now-so-called Dead Woman's Ditch. As it is already weird, what makes this ghost even more extraordinary and different from the rest of its kind is its behavior, or rather, its misbehavior. Witnesses have said that the ghostly woman in the ditch would not only accost walkers, but she would also drop the F-bomb on them. This first happened in 2020, The pandemic wave was at its peak and most people were holing up indoors. However, there were those adventurous enough who dared to go outside. What they encountered was more than what they bargained for. Unsuspecting walkers said that not only would they get mortified seeing the ethereal being, but also terrified at this potty-mouthed spook who would howl at them with this vulgar phrase. A ghost hunting team was then sent to the area to investigate the mystery, and they themselves experienced being shouted at with foul words which basically told them to leave the place. Not so surprisingly, not everyone was sold on the idea. Some people online said the offensive sound may have just come from a Bluetooth speaker hidden behind the bushes, but still others held to their belief that it really could be a disturbed spirit lingering around the dead woman's ditch. Perhaps it's a speaker, or it could be a soul, that just wants to be left alone and unbothered. Number three, Russian scientist spy. It's been said that in one way or another, we all lead double lives. We have this self that we present to others, and another that we ourselves only know. Such is the nature of being human. However, there are those who lead different kinds of lives for the purpose of deceiving. Born in a small village in the state of Oaxaca, Mexico, was a man named Hector Cabrera Fuentes. Despite his family's impoverished state, Fuentes pursued his education and through his relentless effort, paired with his intellectual capacity, Fuentes ultimately became one of the globe's most renowned biologists. Even at the young age of 34, the Mexican had already attained postgraduate degrees. He got his master's in Russia, where he was personally awarded for his academic excellence by then-president Dmitry Medvedev. Meanwhile, he went on to complete his doctorate with honors in Germany. Back in his hometown, Fuentes is regarded as a hero not only for his apparent brilliance, but also for his advocacy to lift up the lives of his people through education. For a long time, he's been sponsoring Bright students to travel overseas to pursue their studies. However, on February 17, 2020, as he was about to board a plane bound to Mexico City from Florida, American operatives rushed to arrest the man whom they accused of being a spy. Puentes, who at the time of his arrest was working at the National Heart Center Singapore, had undergone a rigorous interrogation which lasted for hours. The scientists then eventually admitted that he had been spying in America for Russia. This operation began back in 2019, because that year an acquaintance from a past professional meeting told him about an espionage contract. This person later turned out to be a Russian agent, and the same individual told Fuentes that they could help him with the problem he's facing with his family. You see, while the biologist had a wife and daughter back in Mexico, he also had another woman and two children in Russia. His Russian family wanted to migrate to Germany, but couldn't do so because of some problems with their documents. And this was where the mysterious Russian official came into the scene. This unnamed individual apparently offered to help Fuentes get through the process in exchange for his intelligence work. and so it began. Since May of 2019 to February of 2020, the Russian spy met with the officials in Moscow at least five times. His clandestine work actually brought him to Florida. he was instructed to rent an apartment unit in Miami, to spy on an FBI informant who happened to live in the same building. One of his other tasks was to photograph the license plate number and parking location of this FBI operative. But instead of following protocols, he had his wife, the legitimate one, take some pictures. Authorities then took notice of their activity. This information expectedly went to the American higher-ups and thus... The arrest at the Miami International Airport. Fuentes eventually pleaded guilty to illegally acting on American soil on behalf of the Russian government, and he's expected to be sentenced for up to 10 years for such a serious offense. In light of this controversy, many believe that he had only committed espionage out of desperation. However, we can't discount the possibility that maybe his reason to spy for Russia which was to get his family out, was just another lie. Number two, teens found after 20 years. Have you ever noticed that there's a particular place in your town that you see very often and consequently, you failed to give it much thought? You might say to yourself that it's impossible to miss anything considering that you see it all the time, but sometimes our mind loves to play tricks on us. In April of 2000, 17-year-old Jeremy Betchel and 18-year-old Erin Foster hopped in to Erin's black Pontiac Grand Am. The two white county high schoolers were best friends, and anywhere one went, the other was to follow. On that night, though, neither of them returned to their respective homes. Surprisingly, their families were never concerned, having thought that they'd only be at the other's house One night had passed and then another and that's when they decided to confirm the whereabouts of their children. This was when they found out that the two youngsters had actually gone missing. It sent everybody into panic mode. Authorities jotted down every possible piece of information and considered every theory about their disappearance but not one of them led to the discovery of the two. Eventually, their missing persons case went cold. Almost a couple of decades later, a YouTuber from Atlanta, Georgia named Jeremy Sides took interest in the case. Sides, who specializes in solving cold cases by employing high-tech scanning devices, even took a trip to the small Tennessee town to see what he could do on the matter. Despite his efforts, though, Sides failed to find Betul and Foster. Still, though, he posted his vlog online, which in turn caught the attention of White County's new sheriff. Curious, the officer went through the details again and realized they had actually missed checking this one part of their town, Highway 84. The sheriff then contacted sides to take a crack at the mystery again, and this time he was joined by local detectives. They worked down the highway and the nearby Calf Killer River, With the help of a sonar device, they discovered what seemed to be a submerged vehicle. They dove deep down in the waters, and there they found a Pontiac Grand Am, the same car Betchel and Foster rode in 20 years ago. They checked the license plate fairly easily and confirmed that it belonged to Foster, and human remains were also found inside. Though the medical examiner has not officially determined their identities, Sides and the town sheriff were confident that these were the teens that they had long been looking for. Considering the extent that previous investigators had gone through, it's apparent that the key to solving the mystery of the two missing teens was right under their noses the entire time. Number one, snowstorm murder suspects identified. During wintertime, particularly when it's snowing heavily, you might feel a little lethargic or sluggish. Some can even feel depressed for no particular reason, but for Ginny Durham, the winter brings a bitter memory that will forever haunt her peace. It was snowing heavily on February 3rd, 1972. Ginny's father, Bryce, who was 51 at the time, her mother, Virginia, who was 44, and her brother, Bobby, 18, were at their North Carolina home, She and her husband, Troy Hall, were at their residence, which was about four miles away. At around 10.30 that night, Mrs. Durham called her daughter and her voice was frantic as she told her that some men had Bryce and Bobby. And shortly after that, the line went dead. This prompted Ginny and Troy to head over to her parents' home, but the heavy snowstorm made it impossible for them to use their car. A neighbor offered to drive the couple towards the Durham residence, and due to the harsh road conditions, they still couldn't make it the entire way. And so, the men pushed forward on foot and left Ginny to wait inside the car. What they discovered was indescribably horrifying. In an interview, the men said they found the house ransacked, blood splattered on the walls. They then heard the sound of running water, which they followed into the bathroom. There, they discovered the lifeless bodies of Bryce, Virginia, and Bobby. It was a gnarly sight to behold. The heads of all the victims were dangling at the edge of an overflowing bathtub. Results from the medical examination revealed that the mother died by strangulation, while the male victims were drowned to death. All three had rope markings around their necks. The Watauga County Sheriff's Office immediately probed into the incident. They found that nothing was stolen from the house, leading them to rule out robbery as a motive. And theories have run wild ever since, saying that Mr. Durham may have been targeted by the killers. Apparently, Bryce became involved in an expose of local car dealerships that allegedly tweaked the mileage on used cars. It was believed that the killings were carried out by professional hitmen with military training. The case, which has become known as the Durham case, eventually went cold due to the lack of any leads and information, and for more than 50 years, no one has been brought to trial for the brutal murders. In 2019, however, a man named Shane Burt was conducting research about the various crimes that happened in and around Georgia, one particular case struck resemblance to that of the Durham's. This brought him to work closer with his father, Billy, who was, at the time, incarcerated for a different crime. The younger Bert shared to the police that, in one instance, his father admitted to killing three people in the Blue Ridge Mountains of North Carolina. It was during a heavy snowstorm, and he could remember that he and his companions almost got caught. The White County Sheriff's Office immediately acted upon that information they found that the older Burt had three other identified cohorts named Bobby Jean Gaddis, Billy Davis, and Charles Reed. They were said to be members of the Dixie Mafia, an organized crime network previously operating in Georgia. This group was responsible for dozens of violent crimes committed in the state around the 1960s and 70s. And Davis is the only one living among the four right now. He's currently incarcerated for a different crime, but in a recent interview, the 81-year-old revealed that it was Bert, Gaddis, and Reed who went inside the Durham residence while he remained outside as their getaway driver. These shocking findings were then immediately forwarded to the surviving members of the Durham family, who couldn't be more thankful that they can finally close the case. So there, are with the Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month for April 2022. By the way, guys, these podcasts are also available on our YouTube channel called Scary Mysteries. They're complete with visuals and graphics that will surely heighten up the eerie mood. While there, don't forget to give a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the episode, and we'll see you in the next one.